Hello and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how's your week going? We got a lot going on with work. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it starts and ends. <laughs> okay. Yeah, work has been busy for me too. Really busy. I'm like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It should get um, relatively light by the end of this week, thank God. But... It's always usually busy at the beginning of the month, and it just kind of ran into the middle of the month for me this month. So it's been really busy and just running around doing errands and stuff like that. So, yeah, my week has been busy and boring so far. (laughs) So for media this week, we have a very light load. Um, So I just wanted to talk about the Me Too campaign. Um, and so it's women posting on social media, like hashtag me too, or just me too in some kind of post. And it's their way of saying that, um, they've been sexually harassed or I'm sexually assaulted or harassed by someone in their like survivors or have come out of that. Um, and so the purpose of the campaign is so that, um, social media users can see the staggering number of women who feel like they have been harassed or sexually assaulted and may not have told their story or just so that you could see it all at once. So, like, I saw some guys commenting, like, oh, my gosh, I see Me Too all down my timeline. This is sad. Um, And so my thing about it is, like, it is sad, one, to see if it's on your whole timeline, that's all you see, that is sad. And so, two, my question to the guys that were saying that is, like, okay, so what are you willing to do about that? Um, are you just going to say, oh, that's sad, but not speak up to, you know, men that you know that may do it and not even notice that they're harassing people? Because, you know, sometimes guys just do stuff and don't realize, like, you're crossing the line. Mm-hmm. And so my question, and I said this to some guys that was like, oh, my gosh, this is too much. It's so sad. It's like, okay, it's sad to you and you haven't gone through it. So it's like these are your friends, these are your sisters, these are your mothers, like, these are people that you, I mean, they're on your timeline, and unless you're a celebrity, you know, they're people that you relatively know well, or whatever, so my question is, like, okay, so for the guys that are, like, this is a lot, this is too much, so now it's your turn to, like, take a stand against it as well, and to join in, and make sure that your guy friends aren't harassing women, or crossing the line or doing anything out of line or to maybe even inform yourself on what is crossing the line for women um so i i like i think it's interesting but the only thing i was confused about the campaign is that um i feel like it does take courage to just if you're just saying me too because of course like if you say me too and you haven't told anybody about it one of your friends is gonna be like girl what happened like you know they're gonna ask questions So I think even posting Me Too takes courage. So it's just like, just imagine how many women that don't have the courage to post that um, also have been through that. And so it's like, just multiply what you see by like two or three at least. Because I'm sure there are a number of women that were harassed or sexually abused and just aren't comfortable with, you know, posting that and potentially getting questions about it. Agreed. That's... made this up? I don't even know who started it. I just kept seeing, um, like, hashtag me too everywhere. And I'm just like, what is going on? So, like, I looked it up and found out what it was about. And, like, I just kept seeing it more and more. So, I don't know who started it. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know who started it or where it necessarily came from. But, yeah, it's saying, like, they're posting stats about it saying, um, Americans are sexually assaulted every 98 seconds and one in six women have faced rape. Um, so they're, like, some people are posting different stats and things like that to go along with their Me Too post. Um, just to try to make people aware of how common it is. And even, like... I listened to this podcast called How I Built This, and the creator of Bumble, she was on there. And this was something I didn't know. She was part of the team that made Tinder, but she was sexually harassed at Tinder. And, really? hmm And, like, mm. sued them and all this stuff. And so she can't even really talk about what the settlement was. Right. But so she created Bumble because she wanted to give women the power to speak first. Um, And so that's where the whole basis for Bumble even came from. It came from her being sexually harassed. I didn't harassed. know Bumble was created by a woman. Me either. That's why I'm, I found all this. I was just like, wow. And like, it made sense as to why she made it the way she made it because of what she went through because she was just talking about how, one, she was already sexually harassed at her job and now has to sue them and go through a whole, you know, case. Then two, once it became public information, like, she was, like, people was attacking her on social media. She said she was getting hate mail. Like, everything. She had reporters knocking on her windows. Like got that, though. Well, because they were basically trying to victimize her, like, and make it, make it seem like she's the bad guy and all this kind of stuff when she was the one who was sexually harassed. Um, and so she was just, like, on top of already being sexually harassed. Now I got to go through all of this extra stuff. She was like, people was knocking on her siblings' doors trying to get comments from them. I'm like, what kind of comment do you think you're going to get from her family? I mean, reporters can be ruthless. Yeah. So, um, that's part of how she came up with Bumble and what the premise is for Bumble. And, like, that's why Bumble, they're very proactive with, like, if you're getting any negative comments or harassment and you report them, they will never be able to have a Bumble account again. Like, oh, wow. she's very adamant about that, like... You can never have an account again if you're reported for harassment on Bumble. I've had a I had a Bumble for like twenty four hours. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, it was very interesting to hear her story and you know how Bumble came to be. But I thought it was fitting that it that um episode was posted during the when the Me Too campaign kind of kicked off. So, that's pretty much our media for the week. It was short and sweet, guys, but I did just want to um, cover that because I thought, one, it's important, and two, it's just kind of getting um, started, and a lot of people don't really know what the Me Too stands for, and they're like, what is this? What's going on? Um, and so, I kind of wanted to inform you guys about that. Nice. So, now our question of the week was would you rather smell like poop and not know it or constantly be smelling poop that no one else can smell and where did you get this i like came up with it like i saw another would you rather but it was like too basic so i like sprinkled a little extra on it because that's so gross (laughs) because i thought to make it a little funner like if you couldn't if you didn't know i think that would add to it my phone's being stupid loading slow one quick, one quick second, guys, while I pull this up. I can try mine. Okay, here we go. So, um, the how underscore of ticking said, ugh, that's hard. 
I don't think I'd want to be smelling like poop though and not know it. Um, Bellscribe DeVoe said, by virtue of choosing, I automatically know and I guess apply extra smell goods and wash my clothes twice. I guess they wipe my memory, but I wash both my butt and my clothes pretty well and also don't poop myself. So I feel like nobody will ever really be sure it was me if it's this cursed stank in my vicinity. Technically, yes, because if it's like always near you, (laughs) they're going to narrow it down. And if it's just you and one other person, it doesn't matter (laughs) how much you wash. They're going to know. They'll know. Right. So. Um, Frenching frogs. For the sake of my image, I'll constantly smell the poop that no one else can smell. Um, Bomb R dot T-I-H. Yo, this one is crazy. Yeah, we going with constantly smelling-ish and no one else smells it. Um, Africa Wilkins said we are wild. <laughs> we've experienced, we've all experienced smelling someone who needs a thorough scrub with a good bar of antibacterial and water. So I guess nose plugs would be life. There is no way I'm walking around smelling like sewer manure. Um, the underscore single underscore gal underscore guide said constantly smell like poop. This means I'll eat less and lose weight. Yes. <laughs> Um, and curves aren't my problem, said my poop smells like roses. Lies. <laughs> so they're going to choose that one. So what, how about you, Sinead? What you going to choose? Probably constantly smell, I smell it. Because mm-hmm. I don't want for others to smell like, to smell me. Right, right, right. So that'd be, uh, like that's just gross, <laughs> but... Yeah, and I will say, because then you get into technicals, and I get what Bellscrew DeVoe was trying to do earlier, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like, does your poo smell? Mm-hmm. Sometimes mine does not. Mm-hmm. This is really TMI, but it's the truth. <laughs> right, so right. So I don't know. It's but like, that's only sometimes. Well, I always, when I, if I can almost always smell poop, can I always smell poop? When my poo smells like nothing, it's fine. <laughs> right. You know, then other times where you like blow up the bathroom and it doesn't smell great, mm-hmm. I don't want to smell that all <laughs> And I don't mm-hmm. want to breathe out my mouth because I feel like I'm tasting it. <laughs> right. So I'm choosing smelling poop all the time just because I feel like, and this is not necessarily a good thing, but I've been in situations where it's like you, you're sitting in the smell for so long that you get used to it. So, I would imagine that I would get used to the smell, but the only thing with people smelling me is that they're not around me all the time, so they wouldn't get used to it, because it's like, I come and go, you're going to smell that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, I would just rather smell it all the time, because I'm just, in my thinking, thinking that um, if you're smelling it all the time, you're going to get used to it, because there's not going to be, like, certain pushes of more poop smell, it's just going to be constant. So, yeah, I'm thinking I would just get used to the smell of poop. (laughs) But, yeah, me too. (laughs) So, guys, our topic today is kind of our struggles as millennials and um, some of the things that we have noticed other millennials struggling struggling with and some things that we struggle with. 
Um, and so we saw this post on Instagram and it says how to be a millennial. Um, so I'm going to read them all out first and then we'll go through them. Um, so number one says stunt and lie on all social media. Um, number two is live at home till 30. Number three is get a pointless college degree. Number four is have crippling student loan debt for said degree. Number five is date your situationship for six years. Huh? <laughs> Number six is go to brunch and vacation with no income. Number seven is be an entrepreneur. And number eight is buy every new Apple release for no reason. So let's start with number one, stunt and lie on all social media. I'm going to say one, I don't believe that's just a millennial thing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. However, since we just talked about millennials. Mm-hmm. Do I know people who stunt and lie? Yes. <laughs> I think we can all agree that we know someone where we'll see their posts and be like, they're totally lying. Mm-hmm. Or they ain't got that money. Do you or, know what I mean? Or even, like, I know people, they will get dressed to the nines like they going out to take a picture and then sit in their house and not go nowhere. I do. And I'm like... I, I agree. <laughs> was you... Because, I mean... I do be thinking sometimes, I'm like, dang, I need to post more often, but I don't have no pictures. I'm not getting dressed up just to post a picture. I'm sorry, I'm not. You just won't get a picture from me for a while because I don't have nothing. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. But I do think a part, like, a part of that, like you said, it's not just millennials. And I feel like people that aren't millennials, they blame everything that people younger than them do on millennials. When it's like, you know there's a whole generation alive after us. Well, I think, I think I'm sure, like, when baby was young, they got blamed. And then Generation X, they got blamed. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, and, like, when we get older, we'll blame the generation younger mm-hmm. than us. So, I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. I think there are distinctive differences between gen- generations. But the whole thought of stunting, yeah. that's not. Because back in the day, it was, like, keeping up with the Jones. It's, right. it's just another yeah. phrase. So, like, when back in the day... They didn't have social media, so right. it wasn't like that. But right. they still, did I'm sure some they of the did stuff, stuff they when did, they couldn't afford it. They did a version of their own, you know, bragging, or, mm-hmm. or buying bottles in the club, you know. Why? <laughs> what? They had bottles in clubs back then. What? Are you? Sh- I don't. I don't know if we like. Is that accurate? I what? Mean, what do you mean? I'm not talking like 80s, like 60s, 50s, they in the, the club with bottles. <laughs> well, I don't know if they even had clubs back then. They had like speakeasies. Maybe You're I was too far. You're talking about like 90s? <laughs> yeah, 90s, 80s. We were born in the 90s, so. That's but we wasn't in the club. Okay, so, so Generation nothing... X? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Threw me off. But so, yeah. They had their version of it, so. Mm-hmm. But I think we do it because... We want validation. Mm-hmm. And we want to feel better. Yeah. We like the likes. Who's going to like a sappy post? <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Who's yeah. going to like a post where you're saying you don't have no money or you can't go to Miami for spring break? <laughs> right. Which yeah. I've never been away for spring break. Yeah, we never did have that experience. So maybe I'm a loser. Oh, well. We'd be all right. We went on plenty of trips when people didn't, so. So... <laughs> What's the next one? Um, number two is live at home till 30. I hope that ain't me. <laughs> um, 
currently we do still live at home. But I'm not 30. But, but well, yeah, one, we're not 32. We have aspirations of getting out before 30. Yes. I don't think either one of us want to be turning 30 and still living with our parents. And I'm hoping I won't be. Right. So, Fingers hopefully, crossed. that's not us. I actually, I don't know anyone that's 30 and lives with their parents. Actually, I do. Oh, dang. I know people that's 29 <laughs> and live with their parents. But I don't know anyone that's 30 and lives with their parents. I do. No. Oh, well. <laughs> so, to each his own. Yeah. I mean. But I will say sometimes, though, for people who don't live at home, because sometimes it's hard because you feel like, well, how come I haven't been able to get out yet? Mm-hmm. How did they? It's very easy to compare. So, you're yeah. like, how did, you know, how did they get out and I'm still at home? It's like everything isn't what they seem. Right. And even though necessarily people aren't stunting or lying, they are omitting yeah. certain aspects. Mm-hmm. Like their parents help with bills. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you'll think that, oh, wow, look at them. They live in this nice apartment. Right. They're doing yeah. this, they're doing that. And it's like whole time they're paying half their rent. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're only paying their rent and their income is being subsidized. Yeah. Or, I mean, some people have assistance, government assistance as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just saying, for the people who are at home who sometimes feel like a loser, because every now and then I feel like a loser. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. But, if you have your own goals, just focus on that. And I think also, just in the same token, for some of the people that are 30 and living at home, they paying just as many bills as their parents. Like, their parents might have been like, okay, we're very relaxed, you can stay here, but you splitting all the bills with us, you know? So, yeah, that's also something to think about. to pay, like, rent and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't. So. I have to pay bills. I don't pay rent, but... I mean, I pay for my expenses, but I do not pay rent. No, I pay, like, bills for the house. I don't pay rent, though. No, I don't <laughs> pay house expenses. <laughs> yeah. Outside so. of groceries. Oh, yeah, down. I have a very great situation, <laughs> and I'm very blessed. So, y'all say what y'all want. <laughs> I don't care. Mm-hmm. But yes, I don't have expenses. I don't have to contribute to health stuff. Yeah, that, that is a good terrible. Deal. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you and I'll tell you why. You know why? Why? Because I'm trying to buy a house. Mm-hmm. My mother sees my goals. Mm-hmm. And that's why she don't charge me for house stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have a lovely budget. Where I put a certain amount in my savings, every pay, every month, mm-hmm. so that when I am ready to go out, I can make a down payment and not rent. I want to own when right. I go out. Right. So that is just my situation. Yeah. If but any of you cared. <laughs> everybody's parents aren't blessed enough to be able to do that. So. No, I, I mean, I, yeah. I'm not saying <laughs> parents do what they want. I'm right, saying, right, right, right. Me not paying rent and stuff. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, number three is getting a pointless degree. College degree. Uh, I mean, I don't have a pointless degree. (laughs) But I guess, I think one, you could take this as two things. One, you do have a pointless degree, quote unquote. And one would say, I do not agree. (laughs) But they'll say like, Art or history, mm-hmm. if you're not going to be a teacher, yeah, mass comm. They, 
Both my degrees, they they say that. I don't feel like they say mass comm is pointless. I think they say it's easy. Well, yeah, maybe that. I I mean, for me, I've heard more comments is that mass comm degrees are like K. I mean, it doesn't take much effort to get one. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's pointless. I don't think any degree is pointless, right? Because I mean, the reason that they are degrees is because somebody's working in that field. I think. I think. I think sometimes, I think it's all about arguing in industry. Because even sometimes people who don't have quote unquote a pointless degree or have a hard degree is like, are you working in your field? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you have to be. And sometimes it'll take longer to get in your field. Right. But I think it's very easy to get defensive. Like, no, my degree. It's like, don't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Where are they working and where are you? Are you in your industry? Or are you where you want to be? That's are all that matters. where you want to be? Yeah. Then that's all that matters. Cause like I, both of my degrees are people that degrees that people are like, oh, those are either pointless or easy, and I'm like, that's fine. I don't like because the end of the day, I'm paying for it, <laughs> not them. But like you said, it's like all that matters is did it help you get where you wanted to go? Then cool, that's all that matters. Then it's not pointless. I mean, cause people say to me, you went to college to be a party planner. It's <sighs> like. <laughs> just because you promote parties in the club don't try to diminish my job hey right <laughs> and i'm not a party planner mm-hmm. i play in conferences right try right. to do that bucko <laughs> it's a lot more different than yeah. selling selling tables <laughs> at a strip club lord jesus okay or a gym party at school Mm-mm-mm. i'm just saying it's just different that's all um, number four, have crippling student loan debt for your degree. I mean, what's crippling? Because I actually feel like I'm not that bad. But Look, my crippling to me. I don't like it. <laughs> um, I mean, I know people who have a lot of, okay, I'm just going to take a moment. Guys, sometimes we record in my house, <laughs> and I just realized the DVD player has been playing oh, since shoot. the last week we were dead. What's on pause? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you should turn that off. <laughs> we'll turn it off before we Side note, we're learning the Sierra Promise choreography, Lord. and we're bomb at it. <laughs> back, back at the topic at hand. What's the, what are you talking about? Um, our student loans. Okay, right. So I do know people who have like crazy debt, like over a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. Yeah, I'm not at that level. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> but it's enough, right? That I don't like it. See, I'm one of them people that got over a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so to me, it's crippling, especially because like that is that is <laughs> especially because like. When you're buying a house now, they count that against you and all that kind of stuff. So, it's crippling to me. And it's just crippling for your mindset. Like, just think about how, like, how much weight would be off your shoulders if you had no loans. Like, I couldn't imagine. I would just be walking on sunshine to not have to pay a loan payment every month. Yeah, I guess that's why we gotta play the lottery. Yeah, pretty much. Somebody you wanna pay for our loans, you know, listeners. You love us. They have their own debt. They might not. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sure a good amount of our listeners probably have their own. Okay, but it debt. might be that one. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, okay, so number five is date your situationship for six years. <laughs> wow. 
Is that not my life? What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I don't. Well, first of all, y'all know I don't like situationships anyway. Yeah. Right? And then I was in one. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else to say. I really. My thought is. I wonder if a situationship is really a millennial thing. Or if we just gave it that name and like it existed before us. No, I think it's I think it's heavily a millennial thing because hmm. we don't even like to use the word we even like to say it's a difference between talking and dating. You oh, talk yeah, to an true. older person, they'll just say dating. Yeah. They don't do this talking jazz. This yeah. T- oh, we're just talking. They're like, what is that? We're just <laughs> hanging out. What is that? Mm-hmm. So I do think that's a heavily, that's, that's true. the foundation of that is a millennial thing. Because to me, if you ask an older person, because I have friends who are like, probably the borderline, either the borderline between Generation X and Millennial and they don't claim being a Millennial mm-hmm. and I have gener- Generation X friends and they'll say I'm dating. Mm-hmm. I'm casually dating or I'm exclusively dating or that's my man. That's it. There's no, all this other stuff that we be trying to do is none of that and I really do think that, and here's my thing is it's like, it's very delusional because a situationship is a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. cut the bowl. Mm-hmm. You're in an exclusive relationship. Because typically, traditionally, mm-hmm. when you're in one, you don't mess with anybody else. And right. if you did, both of y'all would be upset. <laughs> I mean, there's even a time where, like, I'm you're in a situationship, and you like, you know, if you cheat on me, and it's like, we, we even use the word cheat, yeah. Like, we're in but a relationship. This, but even still. And we're not. And you can literally be in a situation and be like, girl, I can't believe you cheated on me. And it's like, right. what? Technically, he did not. Right, yeah. So yeah. it's just. But you still feel like they and, did. And, but the thing is, and he, and, and they'll still feel like they did. Yeah. It's delusional. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. That's why I'm like, because cheating in a situation to me is still cheating point blank period. It is. But some guys will try to get away with it. Like, well, we wasn't. No, nigga. You know what you did was wrong, and, and that's and why you try to excuse that, it right and now. They'll use that <laughs> to get over. But if you mm-hmm. did the same thing, they would be just as upset. And yep. I just feel like the reason I don't like the situation because I just think it's delusional, and I think it causes more issues. This whole like, are we together? We're we not. It's together? all it's because you're in limbo. It's just being in purgatory mm-hmm. for no reason, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's why I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> do you think part of the, do you think you would dislike it as much if you had never been in one? Yeah, because I, I think it's dumb. Okay, and I'll be to give myself an ounce of credit and start off as one. <laughs> it didn't. It did not. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, give myself an ounce of credit. As I say, I hate it so much and like in one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think I think it's dumb. And I think I would have always thought it was dumb. Mm-hmm. I think that. Especially, I'm 25, mm-hmm. and as we all are getting older, cut the bull. Either you want to be with someone or you don't. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to be in a committed relationship, mm-hmm. or you don't want to have any, you don't want to do that, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. But that means whoever you're dating can do whatever they want. You can't, because this is what I really think it is. It's this whole thing of that FOMO BS when yeah. it comes to relationships. Yeah, you don't want to commit. You don't want to settle down because. What if somebody else come, right? Yeah. So it's just like, I want to have you while my eyes like to the left skin. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I want to do that. 
at the same time mm-hmm. and like it's upsetting you and I am I'm I'm, I'm sorry but mm-hmm. I just and what they'll say I'm just not ready yet I'm still trying to figure myself out mm-hmm. you really want to figure yourself out don't date nobody at all mm-hmm. if you can't have a or only date casually you can't multitask mm-hmm. typically that's what guys say they gotta get themselves together mm-hmm. y'all really can't multitask mm-hmm. okay <laughs> so then don't be trying to claim nobody right don't be trying to put a girl on layaway. Right. Yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> I could go all day. Um, okay. Number six is go to brunch and vacation with no income. Okay, not me. <laughs> but I know a lot of people would do that. <laughs> no, for real. I know. A lot. And sorry, no shade, but I'm not going on vacation and, and sleeping six to a room. Girl. Like or be counting pennies. No, no, be skipping skipping meals. I did that before, but I did that in undergrad. I'm not doing that no more. I'm sorry. Skipping meals because you only have a budget to eat like one and a half times a day. Right, and then be mad at your friends because they want to eat. Right, or they want to go do something Mm -hmm. and not necessarily. Because don't get me wrong, I like a bargain. Yeah. So if if we can get a sale, if I need a coupon, if I can get a deal, I want a deal. Right. But sometimes it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. And if I'm on vacation, I'm a budget accordingly. Right. I was about to say, I don't think it's anything wrong with having a budget for vacation, but make it realistic. Don't have yourself with $50 for five days. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Because. Be realistic about where you want to go, because let me tell you something. Hashtag real life. (laughs) You can't have high expectations mm-hmm. and then be mad when it costs money. Right. So if you don't want to spend the money, you got to bring it down a notch. Yep. So for you, if that means going on vacation is going to maybe a two-star, three-star property, mm-hmm. fine. Do but that. you can't be wanting to do the stunt on IG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That type of thing. And you don't have it. Right. And people do it mm-hmm. where they'll be, like you said, 10 in a room and yep. just... They, they go to a place but don't really do anything because mm-hmm. they don't have the money to. I don't want to travel like that. That's, that's a personal preference. Yeah. I feel like that's a waste of a trip. <laughs> I mean, I also feel like there's nothing, like, and I say this to say, you have a smaller budget. Then maybe you take one trip a year. Yeah. I was just telling you. have a good one trip. Instead of spreading yourself so thin and mm-hmm. jumping through all these hoops. Right. Just to say you've been to some place, but you really didn't go there. You didn't really experience it because right. you didn't have exactly the funds. And that's what I was about to say. I was just telling you the other day how like last year at my old job and it was this was right out of um grad school. I didn't have the funds to do everything and go everywhere. So I didn't do everything and go everywhere to the point where some of my friends was calling me a bluff all the time. But it was just like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. And I went on one trip at the end of the year. It was 10 days long. But I didn't I didn't have to hold back on what I spent, what I ate, what I drank, nothing. And I had fun. And it was like, it all paid off what I did all year. Because I paid off a loan last year. Like, I did so many things. And so, doing all of that and staying in the house and not going on trips when I desperately wanted to. Or not going out to eat or out, you know, doing anything all the time. It paid off in the end because I knew... I wanted to do two things. I wanted to go on this 10-day trip, and I wanted to pay off one of my loans. And I did that. So it's like plan accordingly and 
sometimes you are going to have to sit at home and see your friends stunting on Instagram because they on vacation. But it's like, it's okay because next year you're going to be able to go on a vacation either twice as long, twice as good, go on many more vacations. Like, it'll pay off in the end as long as you plan according to what you can actually do, not to what you see others doing. Because you don't know, like we said before, their parents could be helping them out. They could be having any kind of assistance. Like, you don't really know how they pay for it. Debt, trying to go on a trip. Yeah. I mean, which I Swiping mean. their credit card the whole time. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, because I think sometimes it's difficult in a friend group. Yeah. As your friends develop. It is. Their careers. It is. And depending on what you want to do, certain careers pay more than others. Yeah. Yeah. So depending on your friend circle, I get why I guess it can be frustrating or annoying. It definitely is. So I get it. Like, there has to be some compromise, but sometimes... You just can't go. Right. I have had to sit out on trips too. Mm-hmm. Friends like, oh, you want to go here? It's like, I want to so bad that I can't swing it. Yeah, same. And I'm seeing it on Instagram like everybody else liking. Like, yeah, I wish I could. And I'd be liking every picture. Like, dang it. I would have been having so much fun right, right. now. <laughs> but it is what it is. Like, you can't do everything. Like, you just can't. And any friend that goes on every single trip, where are you working? Because no, sometimes I will be like, "How do y'all get off so many days?" <laughs> right, I can't lie. Sometimes, I get fifteen days a year. I got spread that in show. Sometimes I do be like, "Wow, like how do y'all get so many days off?" But then I was talking to my friends like, sometimes people take off, but like they don't have paid time off. Oh, see, no, and it's like I'm I like my PTO. I refuse. So, I'll stay within my limits. But because... a good amount of people I know that travel all the time, one, either have, have like, they work from home a, a lot, so they can just work from wherever they're going for a day or so, or two, they work in retail. So it's like, you don't have to use PTO, you just make your schedule around the days that you're going to be gone. Which I mean, you know, whatever works for you, but if you're in a regular nine to five job, you have restrictions. Like, yeah. that's it. it yeah. You're in a different kind of career. Yeah. And so you are going to have different kind of restrictions. So it's like, if that's what, if like, if that's important to you, be mindful of what career you're choosing. Because, you know, for some people, travel is more important than, you know, whatever, um, than a career. So, okay, you need to have a more relaxed job that you can travel more like be mindful of that when you applying to jobs don't be applying to no job when you only get five days and then be upset because you can't travel or find a job that travels like mine right yeah um not always fun either but (laughs) right because you be traveling and working but you still get to travel or like my dad that's what he did he found a job that he liked and he travels um okay um number seven is be an entrepreneur so, I kind of, at first I was like, I take offense to that a little bit. <laughs> Why? Because it's like, I don't feel like that's just a millennial thing. I do mm-hmm. think that's something, an abundance of millennials want to work for themselves, want to do things their way. Yeah. Um, And I just don't think that's a bad, I mean, I don't think all this stuff on the list is a bad thing. Yeah, I was about to say that too. I mean, technically, I don't even like to call myself an entrepreneur. But you are. But technically I am. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't like to even call myself that because I'm like, I might be making any like real money yet. <laughs> but I like, I don't think this is a bad thing at all. I do think our generation has like this entrepreneurship put like mentality that it's all easy and like it's the best thing to do because you can make your own schedule but the reality of it is 
is that for you to be have that relaxed environment and travel whenever you want all that kind of stuff it takes a lot of hours putting in and no you don't have a schedule but it might take 12 hour days you know what i mean so i think it's like we have this um glamorized view of entrepreneurship but we are both entrepreneurs it's hard y'all it is hard especially because we're entrepreneurs that still got a regular nine to five (laughs) so it's like trying to balance both and it's like we did. We don't have the capability to just quit our job and run our business. No. One day, hope so, hope but so. not yet. Um. So I mean, we're working towards that one day, maybe. But I think it's a good thing that we're approaching it the way we're approaching it. You know, I think sometimes people just jump out and try to do it, and they don't plan correctly, and then they end up back in their parents' house at thirty. But I feel like the way that we're doing it, we're approaching entrepreneurship with a realistic view that, okay, I'm going to try to do this while I work about nine to five. And then while one of us ramping up, then, you know, you leave your nine to five. So it's like you just have to try to do both and have to balance it. And it's not easy at all. Um, but that's the way to maintain <clears throat> some kind of a financial stability while, you know, still creating your own legacy so the last one number eight is buy every new apple release for no reason okay i'm an apple fan but that was never me <laughs> like i need a new iphone now and i'm gonna buy the seven mm-hmm. so i can get it cheap yeah that's true. so i'm an apple fan but i guess it's kind of like the beehive i'm not like I'm <laughs> you're not, not in the fan club apple meetings i'm not on the board mm-hmm. i don't volunteer mm-hmm. i just show up to events every now and then like, <laughs> i'm not that big of an apple fan and, yeah this... i'm an apple person that like pc better so there you go <laughs> and just and see this is not me at all because I hate Apple. The only Apple product I have is because they were given to me, but I will never purchase an Apple product. So that's not me at all. But I mean, the majority of millennials do have iPhones. I ain't gonna lie, but that's not me. I'm good. I will never get an iPhone. I mean, I feel like it's just brand loyalty, Mm -hmm. right? Even outside of phones, people like there's certain type of Brands, cereals, milks, mm-hmm. products, clothes, yeah. soaps, Dove. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it's just brand loyalty. I remember my, my coworker the other week was getting, like, a hardcore debate about Android and Apple. And I was like, girl, wrong one. I don't care. <laughs> you like, look, I don't I'm care. the wrong Apple. I, don't, I mean, and this is this and this and this. I'm like, girl, I don't care. And she's, like, <laughs> laughing. I'm like... Uh, you argue with yourself, okay? And she just looking at me. She's like, "You're not like a normal." I said, "No, I don't. No, Apple most don't pay my bills. Android true. don't pay my bills, and I don't understand why people are so passionate about a company that take your money on the regular. Calm down. It's a phone. They all do the same things. Cut it out. That's true though, because like a lot, most iPhone users, they are like die hard Apple fans. I'm like, Calm yo, down. relax, please I'm a relax. Quality and quality and quantity type of chick. Mm-hmm. If it makes sense. Yeah. It works and it's affordable. Mm-hmm. Okay. If Android come out, I mean, because if Apple keep going down the path, hey, I might switch. I was about to say, because that's what a lot of people are saying. Because they're getting to be too much. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about price. Like, just what they're changing the, the, the headphone to be. jack. Yeah. I, I mean, they're yeah. going too far. Okay. <laughs> so. 
I'm just saying. But yeah, I've gotten in many a debate with diehard Apple users, and it's just like, gosh, are you brainwashed? Like, I think there are benefits to both phones. Like, and everyone logically knows that it's benefits to both phones, but it's just like, I think the cool thing. And we all know that to an extent they do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Stop it. I don't even say that. People are like, no, they don't. Yes. They send text messages. You can get on the internet. You can make phone calls. Yes, they do. (laughs) You can play music. You can play games. Like, most of it is pretty much the same. And it's like when one gets something that's better, the other one just copies it and does it too. So. It's like they're you're right. They for the the basic um, functionality, they do do the same thing. But there are benefits to each one, and that's just how it is and how it will always be. It's not that big of a deal. But I will never get an Apple product. You see what I mean? <laughs> I just think that's being extra. It doesn't matter. I just I don't. You like already them. said it. <laughs> this is why I get irritated with. With both sides, <laughs> with just too much. You already said you're an Android lover. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to say it again at the end. We heard you. It. Had to repeat it. No, but that's what I'm saying. Android doesn't care about you. If you have stock in Android, they you might. Do you? Yeah, I actually do. Do you have a you have enough? It stock? ain't that many, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have enough stock where you can shake things up and say, okay? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> My loans will be paid off if I didn't say. Okay. So, that, that is what I'm, that's what I'm referring to. Okay. But, guys, that was pretty much most of what we had to talk about with some of the struggles and some of the benefits of being a millennial. We had so much more, but we'll let you guys tell us some of your struggles. If you agree with this list, if you disagree with some of the things we said, let us know. Um, your thoughts, your comments, questions, and concerns. As always, rate us, like us, follow us, comment, star. You know, all the good things that you can do for our podcast. We appreciate it. Um, and keep... Go ahead. What was you about to say? Well, we won't be here next week. Oh, yeah. We, do, we are not recording next week. So, listen to your favorite old episode. Or if you missed a couple of the old episodes, go back and play them. There are some really good ones back there. So... So that you don't miss us too much, just go listen to those. Um, we still will have our question of the week, so pay attention to our Instagram, Good Girls Behaving Badly. Um, and subscribe to our website, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. So as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.